0: Section 8 of Baled Hay by Bill Nye. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. One Touch of Nature Up in Polk County, Wisconsin, not long ago, a man who had lost eight children by diphtheria, while the ninth hovered between life and death with the same disease, went to the health officer of the town and asked aid to prevent the spread of the terrible scourge. The health officer was cool and collected, he did not get excited over the anguish of the father whose last child was at the moment hovering upon the outskirts of immortality he calmly investigated the matter and never for a moment lost sight of the fact that he was a town officer and a professed christian you ask aid i understand said he to prevent the spread of the disease and also that the town shall assist you in procuring new and necessary clothing to replace that which you have been compelled to burn in order to stop the further inroads of diphtheria am i right the poor man answered affirmatively may i ask if your boys who died were christian boys and whether they improved their gospel opportunities and attended the sabbath school or whether they were profane and given over to sabbath-breaking the bereft father said that his boys had never made a profession of christianity that they were hardly old enough to do so and that they might have missed some gospel opportunities owing to the fact that they were poor and hadn't clothes fit to wear to sabbath-school possibly too they had met with wicked companions and had been taught to swear he could not say but they might have sworn although he thought they would have turned out to be good boys had they lived. "'I'm sorry that the case is so bad,' said the health officer. "'I am led to believe that God has seen fit to visit you with affliction in order to express his divine disapproval of profanity, and I cannot help you. It ill becomes us poor weak worms of the dust to meddle with the just judgments of God.' "'whether as an individual or as a quasi-corporation, "'it is well to allow the Almighty work out his great plan of salvation "'and to avoid all carnal interference with the works of God.' "'The old man went back to his desolated home "'and to the bedside of his only living child. "'I met him yesterday, and he told me all about it.' "'I'm not a professor of religion,' said he but i tell you mr nye i can't believe that this board of health has used me right somehow i ain't worried about my little fellers that is gone they was little fellers anyway and they wasn't posted on the plan of salvation but they was always kind and they always minded me and their mother if god is using diphtheria again profanity this season they didn't know it they was too young to know about it and I was too poor to take the papers, so I didn't know it nother. I just thought that Christ was partial to kids like mine, just the same as he used to be 2,000 years ago when the country was new. I admit that my little shavers never went to Sabbath school much, and I wasn't scholar enough to throw much light to God's system of retribution, but I told them to behave themselves, and they did. And we had a good deal of fun together, me and the boys. And they was so bright and square and cute that I didn't see how they could fall under divine wrath. But I don't believe they did. I could tell you lots of smart little things that they used to do, mister Nye. But they weren't mean and cussed. They was just frolicky and gay sometimes because they felt good. "'I don't believe God had it in for em because they was like other boys, do you? "'For if I thought so, it would kind of harden me and the old lady "'and make us sour in all creation. "'Mind you, I, I don't kick because I'm left alone here in the woods, "'and the sun don't seem to shine, "'and the birds seem a little backward about singing this spring, "'and the house is so quiet.' and she is still all the time and cries in the night when she thinks I'm asleep. All that is tough, Mr. Nye, tough as old Harry, too. But it's so, and I ain't murmuring. But when the Board of Health says to me that the ruler of the universe is making a tower of northern Wisconsin mowing down little boys with sore throat because they say, gosh, I can't believe it. I know that people who ain't familiar with the facts will shake their heads and say that I'm a child of wrath, but I can't help it. All I can do is go up there under the trees where them little graves is and think how ill-fired pleasant to me them little short lives was and how every one of them little fellers was welcome when he come, poor as I was, and how I wrestled with poor crops and pine stumps to buy clothes for him "'and didn't care a cent for style as long as they was well. "'That's the kind of heretic I am, "'and if God is like a father that settles it, "'he wouldn't wipe out my family just to establish discipline, "'I don't believe. "'The plan of creation must be on a bigger scale than that, "'it seems to me, or else it's more or less of a fizzle. "'That board of health is better read than I am. "'It takes the papers and can add up figures.' And do lots of things that I can't do. But when them fellers tell me that they represent the town of Balsam Lake and the kingdom of heaven, my morbid curiosity is aroused, and I want to see the stifficates of election. How to Put Up a Stove-Pipe Putting up a stove-pipe is easy enough, if you only go at it right. In the morning, breakfast on some light, nutritious diet, and drink two cups of hot coffee, after which put on a suit of old clothes, or new ones if you can get them on time, put on an old pair of buckskin gloves, and, when everything is ripe for the fatal blow, go and get a good hardware man who understands his business. If this rule be strictly adhered to, the gorgeous eighteen-carat stem-winding profanity of the present day may be very largely diminished, and the world made better." fun of being a publisher being a publisher is not all sunshine joy and johnny jump-ups although the gentle and tractable reader may at times think so a letter was received two years ago by the publishers of this book on the outside of which was a request to the p master of chicago to give to the most reliable man in chicago and oblige the p master thereupon gave the letter to messrs belford clark and Company. Who have sent it to me as a literary curiosity i want it to go down to posterity so i put it in this great work i simply change the names and where words are too obscure doctor them up a little butler bates county missouri january the second eighteen eighty one i have a novel fresh and pure from Penn, which i would like to be examined by you i wish to bring it before the public the ensuing summer I've wrote a good deal for the press, and always with great success. I wrote once an article on the growth of Pie Plant, which was copied fur and wide. You may have heard of me through my poem on the cold damp sea or the murmuring wave and its sad kerplunk. I dashed it off one summer day for the Scabtown Herald. In it, i enter the fair field of fancy and with exquisite word-painting i lead the reader on and on till he forgets that breakfast is ready and follows the thrilling career of algonquin and his own fair-haired sciatica through page after page of delirious joy and poetic rhythm in this novel i have wove a woof of possibilities criss-crossed with pictures of my own wild unfettered fancy which makes it a work at once truthful and yet sufficiently unnatural to make it eagerly sought by the great reading world the plot of this novel is this algonquin is a poor artist who paints lovely sunsets and things nights and cuts cordwood during the day struggling to win a competence so that he can sue for the hand of Syatica, the wealthy daughter of a plumber. She does not love him much and treats him coldly, but he perseveres till one of his exquisite pictures is eagerly snapped up by a wealthy man at two dollars. The man afterwards turns out to be Syatica's paw." He says unkind things of Algonquin, and intimates that he is a better artist in four-foot wood than he is as a sunset man. He says that Algonquin is more of a Michelangelo in Basswood than anywhere else, and put a wet blanket on Sciatica's love for Algonquin. Then Sciatica grows colder than ever to Algonquin, and engages herself to a wealthy journalist just as the wedding is about to take place algonquin finds that he is by birth an ohio man sciatica repents and marries her first love he secures the appointment of governor of wyoming and they remove to cheyenne then there are many little bursts of picturesqueness and other things that i would like to see in print i send also a picture of myself which i would like to have in the book tell the artist to tone down the freckles so that the features may be seen by the observer and put on a diamond pin so that it will have the appearance of wealth which the author of a book generally wears it is not wrote very good but that won't make any difference when it is in print when the reading public begins to devour it and the scads come rolling in you can deduct enough for to pay your expenses of printing and pressing and send me the balance by post-office money order. Please get it on the market as soon as possible, as I need a Swiss muslin and some other togs suitable for my position in literary circles. Yours truly, Luella Blinker. Lingerie A lady's underwear is politely spoken of as lingerie but the great horrid man crawls into his decrepit last year's undershirt every monday morning and swears because his new underclothes are so lingerie about making their appearance fruit a class of croakers that one meets with everywhere have steadily maintained that fruit cannot be raised in this territory in conversation with a small boy yesterday we learned that this is not true it is very simple and easy to do even in this rigorous climate he showed us how it is done he has a small and delicately constructed harpoon with a tail to it the apparatus attached to a long string he goes into the nearest market and while the clerk is cutting out some choice steaks for the man with the store teeth the boy throws his harpoon and hauls in on the string in this way he raises all kinds of fruit not only for his own use but he has some to sell. He showed us some that he raised. It was as good as any of the fruit that we buy here, only that there was a little hole on one side, but that don't hurt the fruit for immediate use. He puts some down, but don't can or dry any. He says that he applies his where he feels the worst. When he feels as though a greening or a bellflower would help him, he goes out and picks it. He showed us a string with a grappling hook attached, on which he had raised a bushel of assorted fruit this fall. And it wasn't a very good string, either. The Bone of Contention Two self-accused humorists of Ohio have had a fight over the authorship of the facetious phenomenon and laugh-jerking success who ever saw a tree box. The bone of contention between these two gigantic minds, evidently, Is not their funny bone. End of section eight.